What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Geeks Got Game. First remote edition of Geeks Got Game. I'm Josiah Leroy. With me, as always, my partners in crime, Jeff Pavlock. And What's Mr. up, guys? Fick. Howdy. So, uh, the beauty of this setup, as we're all recording remotely in our kind of our home studios, is that we can react to news a little bit faster than we would have normally. So, uh, we're going to try this out for a bit and see how it goes. But we had a surprise drop today in the form of a nintendo direct nintendo direct uh, mini they called it that's right so this is kind of a geek scott game mini in a way <laughs> we'll go through and um talk really just about all the announcements that we saw today and uh, react to them first and foremost guys what did you think overall of what we saw in uh in little under a half hour it's not real a lot that caught my eye i gotta be honest there's very little that I'm uh, interested in from there, but I, I mean, I'm not holding anything against Nintendo. Yeah, I think it's they they properly mechanics. they properly labeled it as a, a direct mini. Uh, I didn't feel like there was any like any bangers. Like it wasn't you know it's not a direct I'm gonna remember for a while. But there's a lot of like just really solid stuff. Um, just fill in the back catalog of third party stuff that you know we us as a Switch community we always say oh that game would be perfect on the Switch that would be perfect on the Switch and we got a couple of those today so that's really. That's what my biggest takeaway is they're just filling some of the back catalog. I completely understand why they didn't promote it. Like usually they give, you know, the public a day's notice when a direct is coming. I completely understand why they just dropped it this morning without any notice because it, any kind of hype that would have been built up for it would have created unrealistic expectations. People are hoping for Breath of the Wild 2 news. Um, next month is Fire Emblem's 30th anniversary, so people would have been expecting something with that, Metroid something with their Prime. holiday title. Yeah. yeah, Metroid Prime 4, yep. the myth that is Bayonetta 3 now, so any <laughs> any of those big ones. Yeah, so I, I think even more so than like the, the fact they didn't promote it is just putting that mini title on there. It wasn't short. I mean, it was a half hour. I mean, there's been like proper directs that have come in around a half hour, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, so... <laughs> I think that mini title. There's was, been some that are shorter than that. Exactly. So they they kind of tried to first of all set our expectations by not even giving us a heads up on it, and then that little mini there is I think is like, all right, this is just a little. We're just peppering some stuff in for you guys. So I really like this one, uh, being how they promoted it, which was not at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys were talking about it on Facebook, and that's how I found out about it. Um, as and right before that, I was looking at uh, my email inbox just for my Gigaverse inbox, and I was flooded with press releases from companies <laughs> and i was like whoa crazy kind of news day because honestly sometimes it happens we just i'll get a ton of emails and they're out of left field but obviously there was good reason for why i was getting those emails today so uh, i watched everything over after the fact i didn't watch as this was live um i thought it had a nice flow to it i think the first half was way more engaging for me than the second half i was skipping around like there was no tomorrow oh, towards yeah. probably the last 14 minutes or so of this thing uh, but I know Jeff, you said there wasn't a ton that interested you. There wasn't, I would say a ton that I was all about, but I'll tell you this, there's a lot in there that, that had my interest. Uh, we'll kind of go through here, uh, just kind of step by step, what was announced and, and what, uh, was, was shown off to us. But Jeff, why don't you lead us off here with the, the first thing that was shown in, in the Xenoblade Chronicles definitive edition? Yeah, this is, uh, a complete uh remaster of the original game it's, uh, the graphics have been significantly upgraded from the original wii release which uh if you're talking about japan it's now 10 years old if you're talking about the american release it's eight years old so a long time either way but they really improved the graphics on this big time looks gorgeous 
I'm not a big fan of the Xenoblade games. I'm just I, I've never been too into the combat system for them. Uh, but if you, I mean, if you can, if you can enjoy the Xenoblade games, I definitely recommend trying out the original because it has one of the best overworlds you will ever find in a video game. It's enormous, which was extremely impressive given that the original Wii was definitely lacking as far as hardware power goes. Uh, but it's a huge overworld and it has some of the most amazing environments you'll ever see. Just some of the best high fantasy and science fiction environments you can find. It's super imaginative. It's really cool because the whole concept is that the world is set on these two giant gods that were doing battle with each other. And at some point in the distant past, they kind of came to a stalemate and just, you know, uh, became petrified. And so literally the entire world that you're going to explore is set on the bodies of these two gods. All these forests, mountains, cities are literally on the gods. And it's really neat. Uh, because at times you can look out into the distance and you'll see like the opposite God looming in the horizon. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool, it's a really cool setting and story. Um, I'm just, I don't, I just don't like the combat mechanics of the Xenoblade games. I can't get into them. Yeah. It's always a series that I've, uh, or a game that I've uh, might, might have from afar. So I'm glad it's coming to the switch and I think I might give it a try just the art style and like the setting alone might be enough for me to try to sink some time into it. I'm interested. Yeah, make, well, make sure you have a lot of time to sink into it because yeah. they're enormous games, yep. absolutely enormous. And that's it's going to be the other thing that would keep me away from it. Um, you know, this is releasing May 29th. The first John, Pokemon. You're gonna be busy. <laughs> I'm going to be a little busy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. The, the first Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion is going to be sometime in June. So, I mean, you're talking only about two, three, four weeks between them. Xenoblade Chronicles is not going to be a game that you beat in a month. Yeah, that, just, there's that, no yeah, way. That also happens to be the same day The Last of Us Part Two comes out. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, there you go. So, yep. yeah, it's just... yeah, It's amazing how many of these are uh, May 29th here. And I'm like, yeah. you guys know what's happened in May 29th, right? Yep. It's okay, it's okay. Um, so also, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Future Connected is an epilogue. Uh, I don't know if you guys... I don't really have much to say on that, but that's also coming up. It's, it's brand new. It's it's a part of the game. It's not. I don't think it's like a DLC pass or anything. It's just a brand new side story that's included in the game once you beat the main story. However, after how many 70 or 80 hours you pour into it... Yeah, um, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. That's too And much really, that's that's just scratching the surface. I've heard of people dumping two, three hundred hours into it and still having stuff to uncover. I will say, I like to see them adding new content to these re-releases. Now, this wasn't just a typical re-release. This is that looks a lot better. If you look at this game and the way it was on the Wii versus what we saw today, it's a yeah. huge, huge graphical <laughs> up, graphical upgrade. But it's always good to see more content too, because you know they're going to put a sixty dollars price tag on this. I think it's already available. I'm, I'm just guessing, but I'm sure it's sixty bucks. So. Yeah, because you can pre-order it as of today or yeah. pre-purchase, right? It's yeah, coming, yeah, it's coming out so. too. And there's, a, they, I saw the definitive edition is out too. So you know they're charging premium for it. I'm glad they put some more content in there. Yeah, that's a good value add for sure. Uh, so next up, we got what was pretty much, I would say, one of my favorite announcements uh, for the Nintendo Direct, and we're getting a bunch of 2K games uh, that are going to be coming to the Switch. John, do you want to? Uh, take take us through what is going to be coming here. Yeah, so that's what I was talking about when uh, they're kind of just peppering in some of that uh, that back catalog that all of us Switch owners are always uh, always wanting. Um, so we're getting the Bioshock collection. So that includes Bioshock, Bioshock Two, Bioshock Infinite, and then both episodes of Barry Let's See. Um, we're getting the Borderlands, the Handsome Collection. I think it's called. Is that what they call it? 
The, They're calling it the legendary collection, okay. which it's the same. I'm pretty confident it's the same thing because I don't think it has anything to do with uh, Borderlands 3. It's okay. just 1, 2, and uh, the pre-sequel. Okay. That, maybe. I think that's what it was. Because actually, maybe the Handsome Collection didn't even have the pre-sequel. The Handsome Collection may have just been 1 and 2, so maybe this actually has that too. There you go. That might that's be gotta it. Be I'm it. not a big Borderlands guy. I might try it for the first time with the Switch release. Um, and then, what was it? XCOM 2 collection? The XCOM 2 complete yes. suite. So that's, uh, I know people have been wanting that on the handheld. So, yeah. Gotta be cool. That's a very good game for the Switch. Yeah, I just love that little it. that little video package they did where like 2K loves Switch. That was or that was just that was fun. I had a lot of fun with that little that little. Segment. All the icons they put out were totally awesome. Yeah, it's just like kudos to the it's like team there. We love stairs. Claptrap doesn't love stairs. That's just it was a really cool little fun little banter. I like that a lot. Yeah, that was I love that whole part of the the presentation. Um, it's funny. Last week I started an article just in drafts in the Geekiverse about games that we would want to see on the Nintendo Switch, primarily third-party games. Yeah. First thing I listed, or one of the first things I listed was was the Bioshock collection. Sure. And I know um, we got wind of a new Bioshock game last December, which we covered on Geek Scott Game. And then uh, last episode, we were talking about it because I recently just played through it on the Xbox One for the first time. So uh, I've, I'm happy I played it. I, I would play it again, I'll tell you, on the Switch because... Man, that is just, it's its so perfect. And I think those games in particular, especially with the DLC and having now played that for Infinite, like I'd play through it again yeah. on, on Switch in a heartbeat. There's, there's this phrase people like to throw around that like, oh, that game will be perfect on the Switch. And for me, that just boils down to every game will be perfect on the Switch because why wouldn't I want the option to play anything on the go? Obviously, yep. I'm going to take a little graphical downgrade and I'm probably playing at 30 FPS, but like I'm playing wherever I want. I got, I, that's... That, that's my biggest nutshell is like just give me everything on the switch i want the full back catalog of all the stuff i've missed so if i ever decide to go back and play something i can play it on switch that's where i'm at it's primarily games i've missed on the past few generations of nintendo consoles and a lot of third-party stuff that I, I never got to i do own borderlands and i played a fair amount of it but it never uh, really sunk its hooks in me yeah i think i would enjoy it much more on the switch if only because i can play it on the on the go i can't tell you how many games i own that i never touched that re-released on the switch and i rebought and played for the first time on the switch like that's happened <laughs> I, did, I did that with cuphead i did that with ori in the blind forest uh, i did that with the witcher <laughs> like there are games that i've owned for a while and dabbled in when they first came out on you know on the big boy platforms and now that they're on switch i'm just like i can play this on my couch let's do it or i mean like while i'm watching tv I can, of course i can play anything <laughs> on my couch on my but couch. i can play this while something else is happening you know exactly exactly um do uh, do we know price points for for those just yet? Mm. I'm sure the world does. I'm gonna but, guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna say sixty bucks for all of them. Yeah. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see. I'm I can going any cheaper. I can look that up while we're moving on. I think that's that's pretty solid. Uh, next up, we got Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. We got an expansion here in the form of Shadow of Doom, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so obviously a lot of Fantastic Four stuff here. I played the game last summer and I really, really enjoyed it. Probably mostly because I just love everything Marvel these days, but nonetheless really had a good time with it and thought it was a fun comic-y story that didn't take itself too seriously while it still took influence a little bit from the MCU. And um, it's a game I'd get back into a little bit, I, I would say. Uh, this one looked fun. When I played it, Fantastic Four was not out yet because they were going to be an expansion in one of the first expansions uh but this one looks good uh either of you guys spend any time with this game at all unfortunately no 
Yeah, I did here. not. That game, honestly, that would be one that you would want to play um, co-op. That, oh, that I'm is, sure. It's hmm. perfectly made for that. It, it, it's intended to. You can play it by yourself. And have... I didn't feel like I was penalized for it. However, if, if we're able to, to get a few Joy-Cons together and really sit down and play it, that would be a blast. Is there a local co-op? Yes. That could be a business Perf- extreme. Perfect. I was thinking that exact thought, John. Could be fun. Could be fun. Get that thing on busy sticks. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Shinsekai Into the Depths. So I thought this looked really good. This is the kind of underwater game and yeah. weapon modifications, so things this, of that nature. This is an Apple Arcade game. This was like uh, one of their debut. Like, look, oh. at, look at, we have real games on Apple Arcade. So that uh, that's where that first debuted. I did not know that. I thought it was a brand new game. Mm-hmm. And that is out today on Switch. Yep. So you can you can get there right now. I always love that announcement, even if it's not super. Oh, me, me too. I love. Yeah, you can play it right now. I bring, think that's the best. Bring the hype. I love it. <laughs> it could be a game I totally hated, and I'd be like, "Hey, kudos." Good for them. Yeah, I uh, I think that one looks good. That is one I got an email on. Cool. Um, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. So you guys could maybe speak to this a little bit better. <laughs> just for the update. The bunny event. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, they added a uh, well. They they just there's an update today that kind of fixed a couple of bugs, but I guess it laid the groundwork for the April first, April first through April fourteenth. There's going to be a, a bunny event, obviously Easter themed. So there's going to be like a little scavenger hunt where you can find eggs. Uh, there's going to be exclusive items. That's kind of about it. But you know, it's Animal Crossing. It's all about finding stuff and having cool loot. Super excited. Speaking of which, yeah, happy is sitting upstairs, guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I got to tell you. Lauren was just as excited, if not more, than I was. I sent her the picture. We got it probably about 5 o'clock today. And she was driving home. And she was all about it. Awesome. I cannot wait to... So after this, that's what I'm doing. Yes. <sighs> Let's see. Um, good job. That was that fun. Kind of, that like, like a that's a small game. Simulator, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a little silly small game. I don't know if that existed before. I'm not sure if that's like a, a PC port or something like that. But it looked, looked fun enough. Head shades of like an overcooked game. Yeah, just the the flavor there. Yep. Um, Ring Fit Adventure. Interesting. Nope, I skipped one. Catherine Full Body. Oh yeah. So I I played neither of. I think there's only two games in that series. I think there's only one. I think it's just Catherine, and then Full Body is the remastered version. Oh, that's Correct. a remaster. I yeah, yeah. I yep. thought it was yeah, it wasn't a. Yeah, it wasn't a brand new game. Gotcha. So there's just the one. It's amazing that that one has lived on this long. I think. Yeah, it's a it's a PS3 game. Um, and I know they they brought brought out the full body edition like what last year, maybe the year before for for PlayStation. So it's cool to see them getting this the the Switch support. Just bring me Persona Five. That's all I want. Just bring it over Atlas. That's all I need. <laughs> That's why I like this news because every every other Atlas game that comes is just one step closer to Persona Five on Switch. So, uh, Ring Fit, I knew nothing about at all. Oh yeah. Some of that kind of looked fun. I gotta say, I've heard great things about Ring Fit. So everyone like, I know I knew nothing about it. Yeah. So everyone I know, in like personally and on social media, who has picked that game up, have been really blown away by it. It's it's supposed to be a really yeah. cool, really a lot of fun mini games and a really cool way to stay active for sure. It's actually a solid like exercise game. Like it's much more in depth than say We Fit was. Like it's much more of a objective style game than yeah. We Fit was. Um, and from you know the couple of times that i've played it it's it's definitely taxing on you like you have to be a decent shaped if you want to have a you know a long play session with it it'll tire you out 
I really could use some of that right now. Yeah. With the, <laughs> the, the, with the current team. situation. Yeah. Was unbelievable today. So I I got out for a very nice long walk yeah. with uh, with Daisy. But my goodness, uh, I am a, well, lots of beer and pizza right now. Yeah, right. Good. I love to see Nintendo attacking that like that market though. It's really cool to see that they're kind of committed to giving those options. Uh, I saw Gary Widow was talking on Twitter about how it was great for his daughter to be able to play that. Uh, she's been cooped up in the house for a couple of weeks, so it's the perfect little game to just get her moving. So cool stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, King's Bounty 2. I don't have much to say on that one, unless you guys do. Nope, I got nothing. Sorry. Yeah, same. That was game. Uh, yeah, that's Super awesome. Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate, we're getting another expansion, is it? Yeah. No, they have six new DLC characters coming over the you know probably the course of the next year, I would imagine. Yeah. And the a character from ARMS? Yep. DLC character one from ARMS. Yeah. I got nothing. That's not, worth it. That's... Yeah, you figured it was coming, right? But I'm not even a Smash guy, so like, I really need to have like, I need like Master Chief or like Sora to get actually hyped about this stuff anymore. <laughs> I kind of thought it was a little cheesy. I'm not gonna lie, but it's expected. A character from Arms, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm glad that they're reaching into some of their newer franchises. Yeah. Are you there know, they like get... specific characters in Arms, or are they just yeah. all like? Oh, yeah, really? no, there's a whole, there's a whole <laughs> roster. Yeah, it's I mean it is like it, in many ways it plays like a traditional fighter. It's just that you know between the motion control, if you so play with that, and the the you know kind of long range fighting styles in there, it's very different from any fighter you'll play. But it's it's got that same design. Well, it's not yeah, a little I, game too. I'm yeah. kind of with with John on that. I would. Mm-hmm. Oh man, if we I definitely recommend it. That uh that. Master Chief or yeah, even like Ori. I just want them like to make those. Be... I want them to make those third party connections. That's even though I'm I'm never gonna own Smash. I'm just not a Smash guy. I still cheer for those those huge uh, those crossovers. Just it's just fun for the industry. Now this might offend Jeff. I've not played any of Super Smash Ultimate. Oh, I haven't played a second. Oh, I know that. I haven't played a literal I second. You knew John didn't, though. Yeah. I've already known that. Yeah. Well, not for John, but... I haven't even played a Friends, or I've, I've been to multiple different conventions, and I have not touched a second of that game. Yeah. Just, I, just, is what I, it is. Exactly. I, I respect I it. Because there's a part of me that's really wanted to, but I don't know. Yeah. I there, feel like I'd be... Like, there's no part of me that has it. wanted to. It's just not for me. And it has nothing to do with the game. It's just that I've gotten in too late and I've got a lot of friends who are very much like Jeff and are very big in Nintendo and have thousands of hours poured into Smash Brothers. And if I were to play, I would just get wrecked. So it's not even worth it. I, okay, so I don't have thousands. I do have hundreds, but... I think I have friends who have thousands. Not just this I, game. I know, I'm, sh- I'm sure. I just mean Smash in general. I'm sure you may have a thousand hours into Smash in general. Uh, Yeah, no, yeah. that's definitely true because I've played every one since the original N64. That's so what that I'm talking about. That's accurate. Yeah. Anything to say on Bravely Default 2? It looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, I love the games um, from the studio who makes uh, the Bravely Default because they also did Octopath Traveler, I believe. I thought I thought uh, they had I, to. That art style looked really similar. Octopath is one of my favorite games from this generation. I adored that game. Um, so when this was actually announced, which I believe was first at the Game Awards last year, I initially thought it was Octopath Traveler 2 or something like that. So I was really excited in that regard. Um, I do like the Bravely games. I definitely prefer Octopath. I don't know if I'll jump into this, but for fans of the original two on the 3DS, this has got to be awesome because the game looks great. Um, and it's it's just cool to see them continuing that. 
I uh, I'm going to skip around our list here, guys, and I'll say if we want to come back to something that I skipped, we could do that. Sure. Um, so we knew this one already, but it was good to kind of see it in action a little bit. Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy is coming to to Switch. Um, that I played the original Xbox version of that. It was a Games with Gold uh, last year, so you could play it on your Xbox One or Xbox One X. I had a lot of fun with it, and the game actually held up a lot better than I thought it would. Having never played through it the first time, I think that speaks even more volumes to it because I didn't have any kind of prerequisite or any sort of uh, bias in my head towards the gameplay for it. So that's a game that I think, um, you know, if, if you don't have it on Xbox, definitely get it on Switch. They also announced, and this one was not that I knew that, uh, or we didn't know previously, Star Wars Episode One Racer is going to be coming to Switch and PS4 actually as well. Uh, over the past summer, I got Star Wars Racer Revenge from Limited Run Games. They they did a, a re-release for PS4. So it, it's really cool that we see a lot of these old Lucasfilm games making comebacks and kind of being passed through the generations here as, as we go along. Um, on that list, I mentioned that I started writing last week uh, about games I'd love to see come to Switch. I'd love to see The Force Unleashed come to Switch. I, that's a game that is one of my favorite Star Wars games. I'd love to play it again. Um, Panzer Dragoon remake. So limited run games is doing this. And I think this is a timed exclusive for switch because pre-orders go live tomorrow Mm -hmm. or today. By the time you're probably seeing this. So on Friday, the the 27th, um, that's not a game I played on the original Xbox. Me either. Did either of you? Okay. It actually was first on dreamcast. If I'm not, well, okay. Let me rephrase that. It was originally on Sega Saturn. I think actually, Hmm because Sega used to be the developer of it, uh, developer and publisher. So I know there was one on Dreamcast. I think the very first one, though, was on Sega Saturn, um, which I, I'm pretty sure this is this remake is from that game. So you're talking about a remake of a game that's probably you know, 24, 25 years old, maybe. I got, I, I'd, have to, I'd have to look up when Sega Saturn was around. I don't remember it. That's good yeah, to see. Yeah, so it was on original Xbox 2001. You can get it on Game Pass right now, which is kind of interesting, but it's the original. This one's saying it's a remake. I don't... Do we know that it's actually been remade, like remastered? No idea. Or if they're just kind of like slapping that bow on there? No, it looks like a remake because obviously the graphics are way better. I mean, um, those, those don't look like Sega Saturn graphics. It's funny how... Well, the Xbox One had updated graphics from that original release. But this was a, a pretty popular game, like, and that was one that I know people were clamoring for for a remake for the longest time. So it's good to see that one make a comeback. Yeah, they're cool um, games because, you know, like, rail shooters, you know, in the vein of like Star Fox, and that you don't see too many of them anymore, especially on home consoles. They just they don't warrant the resources and the budgets from other AAA kind of games. Uh, and then uh, lastly, at least uh, for looking at the list for me here, uh, Pokemon Sword and. Sh- uh, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion. So, any, you know, John, you, you're, this is probably your arena. Yeah. I mean, so. If you want to speak to this a little bit. For sure. So, I, I mean, Jeff, you played a lot of Sword and Shield too, right? Um, yep. I, I think I was a little less hot on Sword and Shield than most people were. Uh, and it wasn't because of any of the, like the, the stuff going around and people saying the game should have been this, should have been that. There was stuff missing. It just, I just wasn't in the Pokemon mood when it came out. I crushed through the story. I liked it, and I liked it fine. I just never picked it back up, and that usually happens 
for me with Pokemon, but then all of a sudden, once I actually finish the game, I usually just get addicted to this loop of trying to finish the Pokedex and trying to catch this and that and go for shinies and stuff like that. That's what like really uh, pulls me into Pokemon. And for some reason, Pokemon Shield didn't do that to me. So I'm hoping this expansion will kind of fill that for me and I can actually get my full my full enjoyment out of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, I thought even just the trailers we saw... Was it E3? When did we first see these? Was it Game Awards? I forgot when it was. Or maybe it was just a direct. It was just a direct. It wasn't E3 or the Game Awards. Yeah, so just a direct. So when we first saw these, I thought that both regions that we're getting um, out of these two expansion passes looked more interesting than the entire the entirety of the main game. So I'm, I'm excited. We saw a little bit more about it. Um, the, the new legendary. What's his name, Jeff? I forgot. Uh, I can't remember the base Pokemon's name, but the evolution is Urshifu. Urshifu. So yeah, it's, that looks super cool. It's a cool idea that you uh, yeah. you just have him and you have to pick one one to battle with, and that that looks like it affects your type too. So that's a really cool idea. They're trying new stuff. Uh, I'm all in. Yeah, it's based on like there's two like basically trial towers. One is Water um, if you go, the other darkness. Yep. So he can take on basically either type. I I love his divine design. I think Urshifu looks really cool. I had shield as I had shield as well. I loved it. Yeah. I thought I think I th- I love the Galar region. I love the geography of the region, and I love the whole setting where all of like the gym battles felt like spectator sports. Like you were in these giant arenas with rowdy crowds. It, obviously, everything was taking inspiration from like the British Isles and sure. that culture over there. But I really really like the story and everything. I like the uh, the different cities, the different like towns you could visit. Um, I didn't like too many of the brand new Pokemon, like the Gen Eight Pokemon yeah. that were. Uh, introduced in there um but hey i like intellion i like bolton so i there were there were enough that i enjoyed and so, was yeah we seem like we're kind of direct opposites on what we did like and didn't like about that game i i loved well you, you said this too but i love the cities i forgot what the one was called but that was like all like glow in the dark and neon there was like a forest like that and there was a city like that super super cool yeah and i thought all the cities themselves were really cool i just did not think the wild area was very very interesting it was just an open field of grass and some water i just thought it was pretty uninspired and then i also really did not like the gym battles i did not like that everyone felt exactly the same i like i like how each city in previous games had very very specifically themed gyms that was always super fun to me and in this one it just felt like there was the same arena for every every battle well okay well yeah that's i mean that's only for the battle though like the lead up to each battle was a completely unique challenge based on the element for sure it's just something about that climax that i'm just like i'm fighting the same battle in the same situation again just me that game sold more than any pokemon game in history Right. No, and I mean, I was hyped as all hell when I beat the champion. Yeah. At like the end of the story, I like that was again. That was the most fun I've had playing Pokemon in in years. It was maybe a, my entire life. It was a like it didn't love it situation, but again, that's not over because this DLC is coming, and I think that's going to be my hook that actually gets me to do what I usually do and put my my hundreds of hours into it instead of dozens. It's saying a lot. Uh, that For sure. DLC will hook you like that. Um, anything on the list that I passed over that you guys wanted to talk about? Let me peruse that real quick. And then think about just for a second as we get to wrapping things up here, just what was your one your one moment, your one takeaway from the day? Oh, what do you call it? Ninjala looks really interesting. I mean, it's obviously a Splatoon knockoff. Oh, that was but... yeah, very interesting. I thought we were looking at Splatoon DLC for a while. Right. Oh, you know, I it's... Too. Like, I mean, it's like almost shameless in yeah. how much it's uh, 
you know, not copying, but really kind of taking inspiration from Splatoon. It is free to play. And I mean, it does look impressive. Like, I mean, you know, obviously the imagination and creativity is not there, but like on a technical level, the game looks well made. Yeah, looks cool. It looks very similar to Splatoon. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think if we're yeah. on a scale between uh, inspired by and copied, it's it's leaning closer <laughs> to that copied side. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Uh, anything else on the list? I think nope. we got the good right. stuff. Yeah. I think so. So it's pretty good. You know, we talked about just about everything here. Yeah. Uh, as we're wrapping up here, this episode of Geek Scott Game, uh, whoever wants to go first, what was uh, what was your favorite moment or your takeaway from this? If you could choose one. Hmm. I've got an answer, so I'll go first. Yep. Um, mine is uh, the 2K games. Love that we are going to get Borderlands on there. Love, love, love that we're going to see Bioshock on the Switch. It's something I've been dreaming about for years. That I, it's funny. I always have like this happy place. Every summer we go to uh, my family rents a this place out in Sunset Bay, New York, and we're on the beach there. It's just a wonderful kind of nice one week getaway. Anyway, I've always got my Switch there, and I've, I always want to play whatever I'm playing there. And uh, the last two summers I've been playing Breath of the Wild there. I'll probably play it again this summer there, seeing that I'm I'm not very far in the game. Yeah, you got some <laughs> work to do there. Um, it's because I only play it there, apparently. But I would love to play a game like Bioshock as I'm there. I think that would be super thrilling. That was it for me. Cool. That was a good, I was going to say that as well, but I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Pokemon because I really am excited to dive back into that game. I feel like I didn't give it a fair shake, given, given all I said. Uh, I just fell off a little earlier than I usually do, so... The, the DLC looks awesome, so I am super excited to get back into into that world. And I'm glad that they're doing it this way instead of releasing a new game with all the same stuff plus a little extra and charging 60 bucks again. That's been the model for a while. Nintendo's finally embracing DLC, and yeah, excited about it. So this is kind of a testament to how little of the Direct grabbed me, but I think the thing that I'm most interested in from here is Clubhouse Games. Oh. Because, <laughs> the, the, I mean, the the original on the the original DS, yeah, original DS, uh, it was a really solid minigame collection, and this is basically just a bigger, better version of that. And, uh, you know, I'm really hoping that some semblance of normal life returns to America by June 5th, but if by some chance it doesn't, this would be a perfect thing to play online with people. Yeah. I will say the selection of games didn't really grab me. I kind of I was hoping for a couple more games that were up, up my alley, but it's always cool to have those little those mini game compilations. So fifty one games they said, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there at the beginning, and it's it's like first few games, and I'm like, okay, whatever, this is ridiculous. Oh, checkers, that's cool. Okay, and then my <laughs> my opinion of it changed very quickly as we got to like the midway point. I'm like, oh my gosh, what thirty? 40 and it just kept going and i was all about it and i'm like this looks like fun yeah um, hey man there's ta- there's thing, right yeah there is air hockey there's um like some kind of like table soccer yeah. um Mancala, there's like the tank game mini games look fun yeah it's not fair i'm an easy sucker for air hockey so i was like oh great i could put my switch on the, on the table and i can play with my finger with it, somebody. it like, looked like really <laughs> bare bones air hockey like you can probably find a, a better version on your iphone is what my assumption is but hey we're gonna have it i'm good Hey, I uh, I liked it. I'm happy you said that, Pavlok. So, um, last thought here. This is not related to today's direct, but um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Tom actually texted me and said, "Are you have you heard of a game called Moving Out?" Oh yeah, you, yeah. I'm, fr- heard of this? I'm familiar with Moving Out. Yeah. So coming no. out in 
a, a month, I think. Uh, and the demo just released this week on on the Switch. That's the game. It's I'm like ba- it. it's basically Overcooked meets uh, Moving, right? It's from the makers of Overcooked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seventeen. Yeah. I'm, if you're listening and watching, you know my affinity for Overcooked. I adore that game. It's so much fun. It's one of my favorite co-op couch co-op games ever. So this is pretty much that, and it's super self-aware. So the tutorial is basically like an old school video on how to move things and how it's okay to like break things while moving and how you should like really lift with your back and hurt yourself. And <laughs> the voice is basically like the <laughs> the voice I chose to narrate the quarantine video that oh, we just nice. released. So I was sitting there looking at my Switch like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> cool. Um, I, I can't wait. So it's only going to be nineteen ninety nine. There's a demo out now? Demo's out now. Cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, there's a tutorial. Up. Yeah. Uh, tutorial and then three other levels of varying degrees of difficulty. Cool. So, uh, yeah. Can't wait. That'll be coming out in, I think, April 23rd, it said. Sweet. So, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Geek Scott Game. Of course, you can watch it at YouTube.com slash The Geekiverse. Our website, right at thegeekiverse.com, or listen to it wherever uh, you listen to your podcast whether that's soundcloud apple podcasts we appreciate you tuning in uh, we'll be back very shortly uh, to talk more uh, in the coming weeks about video games here uh, particularly what we've got on details for the ps5 and xbox series x and how those compare and contrast so for jeff and john i'm josiah we'll catch you all very soon